There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hi, welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watched Final Destination 2. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the first guest, Kai Bobby. It's the first guest? You yeah. make me sound like I'm in like some sort of weird Matrix situation. Uh, the first guest. I, I'm the other host. You've been demoted. <laughs> what? <laughs> when did this happen? I didn't get anything. It's just like a... I didn't get Careful. anything from... What? You might be demoted to second guest because we have to bring in our other guest. You gotta give me a notice. You can't just do this to me, Jim. <laughs> it's Nate May. I didn't uh, <laughs> I didn't come up with a, a with a intro at all, Nate. I'm sorry. <laughs> Could you at least give him the hey. bell? Could you at least give him the bell, Jim? You <laughs> <laughs> tried, tried so hard, Jim. I love it. So, it's, it's, so it's really, it's a really terribly made bell. Um, oh, I got it from an airport. Fault. I got it. No, no, it, it is. The, um, what's the hammer on the inside called? I, I think it's actually called a hammer. Nice. Look at me go. Uh, yeah, so the hammer is bent in such a way that it leans against the side of the bell. So when it hits the bell on that side, it barely makes a sound and it doesn't reach on the other side. So it doesn't make a sound on the other side. Is it still a bell then? Yes, because it does bell. I think that, yeah, it's it's belling right now. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell <laughs> because it bells. <laughs> Yeah, the be- do you remember that poem <laughs> from high school, uh, the bells? No, I, oh God. Nate, I would assume you you would have read this more uh, as much as me because it was a very Christian uh, poem. It sounds like I forgot it on purpose. So yeah, I probably read this. <laughs> it, you might remember the refrain: "The bells, 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 bells." Oh. I no, actually, I don't. Okay, it feels really just bells. Me. Is it just about bells? Is it like it feels bells forward? It's like about it's... Christmas. Okay, all right, all right. Really hyperfixated on the bells, then. Bells. Oh, it might be Edgar Allan Poe. Was this guy just like bugged out? Why is he repeating the same thing? <laughs> ah, yeah, it was. Uh, it's the bells by Edgar Allan Poe. Hear the sledges with the bells, silver bells. Blah, 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 blah. From the bells, 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 bells. From the tingling and the tinkling of the bells. Sounds more like Poe. That's good. It's, I don't know. I've written really... I've, I, I can't say shit. I've written way worse poetry. I've written terrible poetry. <laughs> I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. It would be an act of hubris to claim that you wrote better poetry than Edgar <laughs> Allan Poe. Oh, listen, I think, listen up, I everybody. Think, Kai wrote worse poems than Poe no, did. <laughs> I think the poem that I have, the sexy poem about bacon, undoubtedly better than at least one of this dude's poems. Nate, can you name the top five best poets? Best poets? Isn't that a little subjective? Yeah, yeah wait, it sure it, is. But... <laughs> Rank them. It's 2023, baby. We can rank things that can't be ranked. I, re- I just want to take a quick pause real quick. Jim's not normally this much of a dick to random guests. Uh, if you haven't listened to an episode before and you're coming on for the first time, Nate has been on before. He's a friend of ours. <laughs> this is Wait, reasonable what? way no, to I don't attack know somebody. <laughs> so, yeah, Nate, do it. Do the thing. Yeah, Nate, do it. Okay. 
So five best poets. Jim does this to be a lot, but it's usually name one football player ever or name one famous person. Um, name I would one be football hard... player that's not Tom Brady. Um. Oh, I just went over this. Um. Fuck. It's uh, uh, Casey on the Eagles. Casey. Uh, Jason Casey. Yeah. Okay, so you mean Jason Kelsey, but yes. Fuck Kelsey. <laughs> Every time I don't know any, um, I just don't know people very well, and so I would be hard pressed to do five poets at all, let alone my favorites or the best ones. I was just interested in this uh, for the football one. I was just interested. I was interested to see who you would name as a football player, like like basketball. Name a basketball player, Nate. Michael Jordan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Tiger Woods purpose- for golf, like whatever. I purposely did Tom Brady. I eliminated that because you're from that area. That's a little bit of a gimme. But- that area which shall not be named on this episode. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not while the Patriots exist. <laughs> Jim's going to commit arson in New England. That way Bill Belichick still haunts me. <laughs> Wait, he's alive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, he died and he chose to. I, I don't think he's the coach Jim of the, the Patriots anymore. <laughs> no, isn't he? Uh, uh, the the Buckaroos, the <laughs> uh, the. Well, that's that's where Tom Brady went, and the only reason I know that is because my mom uh, is like, "Am I even a Patriots fan anymore, or am I a Buccaneers fan?" Oh, he is still the Patriots coach. Okay. I yeah. I could only I I failed to do it twice as a child. Once with. Uh, I lost it when Drew Bledsoe stopped being a Patriot. I threw away uh, oh my, God. my stuff. I remember putting it in the garbage compactor. <laughs> Drew Bledsoe is such a funny reason I know. to love football. <laughs> I know, I know. I I was like, I'm throwing out my stuff. I threw out clothing that my parents bought just because I was just like, nah, man, I'm done. Lose the Super Bowl against the Green Bay Packers. That might be a true statement. I think that's who they played when I was a child when I did this, but... That sounds right. The Packers were pretty good when you were a kid. Okay, yeah. So, like... <laughs> You know, the other time uh, I did want to throw away, but I ended up not because I just like the colors. Uh, When Shaquille O'Neal left Orlando and went to go play for the Lakers, I was devastated. I I went. I went to Florida around that time and was just like, I got. I'm ready. I love Florida. (laughs) You know, guys, like when you have your I love Florida face. Yeah, we all we all go through a period of loving Florida. No, absolutely not. Fuck that place. I'm I'm going in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I understand why you said that. Are you okay? Are you prepared? Where are you going? <laughs> Sorry. So many questions. Are you going to Miami? <laughs> no, I'm going to Orlando. Oh, uh, no. Okay, well, at least there's... Are you going for the reason? Or are you going to uh, Bible Land? <laughs> Bible Land, my favorite. Uh, uh, Orlando? No, I feel like we all just have to take, like... A trip to gay mecca every once in a while uh which orlando is one of them is orlando gay mecca i mean it's not really the gay mecca but it's of florida it absolutely is holy land experience that's (laughs) what i was thinking of there's a there's a theme park in orlando called holy land experience that is a christian it's the uh the church's answer to disney world i want to go that sounds wonderful Oh, it's defunct. It closed down. I didn't know that. Oh, it's not there anymore. I can't. 
I can't not go right now. I just have no choice. I have no choice but to not go. Did you think that would ever happen where you'd just be upset that that wasn't an option? Nate, could you help me out with this word? No, that's that's half the that's the half the reason uh, I don't go to places because like I could, but I could go later <laughs> or not Jim. at all. Like I have other options. What's your what's your word, Jim? I well, I I can't say it, so I'm gonna proselytism. <laughs> Prostolitism. Prostolitism? I like okay. to proselytize. Yes, because uh, I read it in the context of the Jewish Defense League accused the park of proselytizing uh, Jewish people because the owner of Zion's Hope Park was a missionary organization. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just need to convert people to <laughs> save them. I... Why you gotta give me flashbacks like that, Nate? How dare you? Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. You need to call up your whole family, have a meeting. You guys have no idea. You haven't heard about this. I'm talking, you guys have heard of, ever heard of an eternity? A whole forever? You want to buy some knives? (laughs) Honestly? I love the idea of Cutco being a Christian organization. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be back from a commercial in just a quick second. Uh, I love that. We're back. (laughs) Um. Oh crap! I had a thing. I'm so I, sorry, and it no, has I, to do with I. Do you remember there was a park that opened up? Nate, I think we might have been in high school or like middle school when this happened. There was a like a museum that had all these like dinosaurs and Adam and Eve riding on the dinosaurs, and it was talking about how evolution was a lie. I I honestly thought that was the park you were looking up. I didn't know be. there were two. It, well, there's a ton. I, I, because I found out there's Heritage USA, Holy Land USA, Tierra Sanita. Oh, that's in Argentina, and Bible Land, which is in California. Yeah, I don't know which one, but I know I've seen like advertisements for that one for sure, and it's definitely like humans walking alongside dinosaurs, which is how I grew up believing the history of the planet worked. Well, so I was well, like, cool, someone's telling the truth these days as a middle schooler. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah when did you when did you start feeling like things were awry probably like but between 14 and 15 which for me was the end of uh, freshman year high school yeah okay what 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 did it for you if you don't mind Uh, me asking (laughs) yeah not at all uh so (laughs) everyone thinks it's because i'm gay and actually that's not what happened? Uh, I I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I didn't even consider that. <laughs> so I mean, I accident. So I I was accidentally outed to the entire church, which this is also not. This is I'm gonna tell you why I didn't leave the church, and I'll tell you why I did. Because uh, I told my friend, I was like, hey, by the way, this thing, and he's like, cool. Uh, I won't tell anybody except his mom, and his mom told his sisters, and the sisters told uh, the husbands, and the husbands told their cousins, and and it's a church with like three families that are just massively extensive. Um, like extensive families. Uh, so the next week he's like, I'm so sorry, but literally everybody knows. Uh, I was like, cool. How old were you when that happened? 15. Oh, okay. So <laughs> technically around the same time, but not, not related. Yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure I kind of like mentally left before this happened. Um, but I was like, Oh boy. So I braced myself, but then everyone just gave me an extra big hug and be like, Oh my God, we love you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. That's nice. Not a single person said something weird to me except my parents. So (laughs) only the ones that matter. (laughs) Yeah. But like, I really, I really think that what did it for me is that like 
a lot of these adults that I looked up to as like having understood the world better than me, I had learned enough to to like defunct some of their basic understandings of the world. And so I stopped trusting like leaders of the church. Uh, I mean, very teenage thing is finally understanding that humans are fallible. Adults are fallible. Yeah, which can lead to a bunch of different things. But I think I was just kind of like, this whole thing kind of like doesn't work for me. Uh, And there was really no problems with leaving. So I just did. I just like there was no there was I felt like there was no alternative. Like I had just like naturally fallen down the slide of like, okay, I'm an adult now that involves not being Christian. You say leave you like, does that mean like stop going to church and uh, and like no longer part of the community and things like this? So at that point, I kept going because it was my parents' wishes and I lived in their house. And I was like, that's fine. I don't like you house me. You want me to go to church to save my eternal soul. That's fair. I don't really care. Um, but then as soon as I moved out, I was like, never again. Uh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I've I mean, been a few handful of times since then because my, my brother's still at the church um, and it doesn't your, really bother me now. Was your rotations every Sunday as well? Uh, ours are Saturdays because I grew up Seventh Day Adventist. Gotcha. Saturdays. We, What's that mean? Are you familiar with like the Jewish Sabbath being from like sundown to sundown, Friday to Saturday night? I am aware of that. Yes. Same Sabbath, but different religion. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. uh, Well, I mean, because born out of Judaism. So like (laughs) it makes sense that uh, there would be some factions that would uh, use more stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. Kai, you have something? <laughs> <laughs> We're flailing, everyone. <laughs> Save the podcast. No. Nate, I have a question for you. <laughs> uh, what is your relationship with the Final Destination <laughs> franchise as a, uh, as a whole? Uh, okay, so I have some love in my heart for Final Destination because in college, I think it was my junior year, we decided to watch every single one of them back to back and play the mustache game for all of them. Oh, please describe the mustache game. I know what you're talking about, but please describe it. The mustache game is where you take a sticky note and you cut it into the shape of a mustache and then you put it on your TV. And every time it lines up on a person, you drink. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Where <laughs> do you remember being in an obvious place like where like the eye would t- naturally be drawn for a upper lip so what i we had started somewhere random and it was kind of hard for the first half of the first movie we're like fuck it we're moving it and so someone else had played before and they were like honestly dead center of the tv because you do center on faces occasionally uh and it turns out that's extremely good because especially when they do quick flips there's always something in the center yeah um and it's really fun when it's when like the whole group agrees when it counts or not there's no there's no like uh, ambiguity because the whole group either goes ah oh, so close or like they're like yay <laughs> so this gut feeling everyone's on the same page we all drink it's so much fun can I tell you something that is the closest you've come to sports in your life because that's the feeling of be- of watching sports when you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> the mustache game <laughs> yeah but, but like the, the feeling of like being a part of a crowd and being like oh, oh, oh yeah is exactly what it is like to watch sports what do you do if the mustache uh it, like is already on a person like does it count if they already have a mustache 
it's it's the entry. So if the, <laughs> if the screen changes and it hits a person, yeah. blammo. That's great. Okay. If it leaves the person and comes back, that counts as a second one. If it's okay. just on the person for a whole massive scene, that's just one that you don't wow. drink the whole time it's on them. I Sorry, go the, ahead. Everybody. Okay. Yeah. I, I've actually never played the mustache game, but I have seen like videos online of people playing it like quick, like TikToks probably of um, my favorites are always when someone like moves their head and then all of a sudden they have a mustache. <laughs> like so they'll, they'll turn real quick and then they got a little mustache <laughs> on them. <laughs> okay. What's really fucked up right now is I'm actually picturing uh, the mustache game with this movie. <laughs> There's a lot of bad moments that that could line up. You're like, Hey, uh, uh, uh. I, cause the, the, the final destination films always play with suspense where they're like pointing out all these things that could kill you. And then none of them do. It's always the last one because that's how death works. Uh, but there's always a bunch of like psych outs <laughs> and the, you know, your keys are the last place you look. Same thing. Uh, yeah. But the mustache is a separate like parallel, uh, set of suspense. And sometimes they line up and sometimes they don't. And it's kind of fun to have like a comedy one and <laughs> like a shocking one. Yeah. Nate, you said something that was actually interesting to me, which was, uh, it's always the last thing that kills them. One of the things that I find interesting about this movie, or about these movies, is that it's not always the last thing. Sometimes it's the first thing, and then there's a million other things that happen, and then the first thing kills them. Like the airbag was one of those in this one. I was actually thinking of, uh, this is whenever I think about Final Destination, I think of this one. uh, The lottery winner. Very first thing he does in that scene is throw spaghetti out the window. You're like, yeah, he's going to die because he's going to slip. And I, I've, I've, you just know. Well, yeah. I've also seen this before, so I wonder <laughs> if I knew the first time. <laughs> it's but they probably it my favorite because yeah. they right away understand the formula and subvert the formula. Because they're like, uh, anything can kill him. Let's see what it is. And then that one, they're like, it's the first thing. But we're going to show you a million things and he's going to and he's going to get lucky and survive <laughs> all of them except for the first thing. Yep. I mean, his greed almost killed him, man. His like need to get his ring, his need to, like his watch getting stuck. It's just like you Is will that burn. Greed? Yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't yes. know who this is. <laughs> getting something you own that's in your house but in an awkward spot is greed. He just bought a lot. Of, uh, he just I don't know. He bought a lot of like I don't know what what I don't know what I would do if I won that money. But oh, the greed was the purchase. It's the, the first place. Purchase. Yeah, the, the shit that he came in with, the, the the car. They made that guy not a good vibe. <laughs> like in very simple film language, yes, that does represent greed. Him desperately trying to get a ring that he already owns is greed, even though he is a a millionaire. Because he's he just won the lottery. He can buy a million of those rings. He is like, now nah, I got to get that one ring. I mean, I think that ring costs more than a dollar, Jim. Yeah, it probably costs three hundred dollars, and he has three hundred million dollars. So there you go, Nate. <laughs> cool. I'm just <laughs> trying to double check to see if the internet agrees that each one of these characters represents a, a deadly sin. I won't say that. I'm not going to claim that. <laughs> no, I don't think there's even... I don't think seven is the number of uh, characters in this one that we had to watch die. Uh, the one girl dies of lust. 
No, the one girl represents Lust and dies in just a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lusty car accident. Uh, can I tell you one of my favorite notes that I wrote? It just says, <laughs> yes, we stand a sex positive queen. <laughs> Her like very first line is like, um, don't worry, I brought the whips and chains with me. <laughs> and you're like, all right, this is a vanilla person's idea of what bdsm is <laughs> let's go get the boys i'm horny yeah yeah it's a man writing a girl yeah yeah pretty that's much what all these that's what all these movies are going to be i don't remember the fourth one or the fifth one at all uh i think i don't even seen the fifth one but nate have you seen all of them i have okay so yeah, you see what we played the mustache game and so, watched oh, sorry, them all back said, although we didn't watch the last one. Oh, that's right sorry ran out of time or something but yeah Wait, i went and, back and watched that myself I was, the, even yeah. the, the when was this because when did the fifth one come out 2015 yeah so i think that's why i didn't watch that last one um in the mustache game because it didn't exist i'm excited yeah I'm i think excited. it uh i i just remember being in college and when that coming that coming out and being a big deal because they called it the final destination well Jim and I are going to talk about this on a recap episode. Oh, that, no. Uh, I'm sorry. The fourth one is the Final Destination. The fifth one is Final Destination 5. And everyone was like, oh. but the last one was the final one. Hey, you know what? Xbox, fucking PlayStation, they'll do this shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, PlayStation, it was 2011. One, two, three, four, five. So I can't really give PlayStation a hard time. Um, but Xbox, fuck you. I, I'm curious that if uh, out of all of them, what what are your favorite deaths? I, I so I think the ones I remember the most, and like the ones that give me the most like unfettered glee from this series, is when they take body horror to such an extreme it doesn't make any sense, like with yes. physics anymore. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. fucking hilarious because they're taking it so seriously. They're all so afraid of this form of death, which is definitely not possible. So I think my favorite has to be people's spines falling out of their backs when they're on a yeah. roller coaster. Yeah, that was really good. That was really good. Uh, I haven't <laughs> seen the third one yet. That's yeah. so funny. Oh, it's so, <laughs> so fucking it's, good. It's, it's Ooh. so unnecessary, but do you it, remember? Yeah. Ugh. Do you, I do you remember when the third one came out on DVD? Mm-mm. No, I don't. Uh, this is like this is like one of those like things that show up on Reddit once in a while nowadays. That's like today I learned. I'm like, what do you mean today? I remember learning that when it came out. The DVD for Final Destination Three was so interesting because they did a they had a choose your own adventure version of the movie where like the people would make you can make decisions for them and then they would show you an alternate version of the scene. Whoa. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like a, if you remember Bandersnatch, like if you made a decision early on later on, that decision could have consequences. It was just whatever was right in front of you. Uh, but mm-hmm. still very admirable. They made this. And the one I remember the most is the very first thing you can do is uh, decide to not go on the roller coaster. <laughs> It's the very first scene, and it's like, do you want to go on the roller coaster or not? And you're like, no. And they're like, let's not go on the roller coaster. <laughs> I mean, and then you die, right? Because you cheated death. Are you trying to cheat but Then death? they just go, but, but it's in the premonition, so it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Honestly, though, DVD menus were fucking rad. They, like, changed everything. Yeah. It was I the, used to sorry, love DVD menus. It was the only enjoyable part about doing all of the Limp Before Times was like 
because we got that on 14 disc there were certain ones that came uh and i'll never put any of this out but i uh i definitely recorded myself playing some of these horrible games um <laughs> that were on these dvd like available on these dvd menus but like navigating those i was like oh my god this is sick i haven't done this in forever uh yeah it's you got so many options you can change captions uh brightness <laughs> 5.1 <laughs> no i think i think when it just says bonus you just get really excited like i don't it's been a while since i was like bonus features oh my god i mean when i was a kid the only thing i wanted to see under that was bloopers oh yeah yes i loved bloopers <laughs> so much fun to just watch full-grown people like fuck up did you ever watch the blooper reel from like the 40s no they have blooper because they used to play them at um, like Christmas parties at the end of the year. The studios would play would play them in front of everyone. And it's so interesting because it really shows off the mid-Atlantic accent in that when they stop talking, they stop having mid-Atlantic accents because mm. <laughs> you th- you think of people at that time as having that. Oh, hello, sir. It's me. Like kind of air to them and they'll they'll flub a line and then they'll go oh fuck and then you'll be like oh i didn't know jimmy stewart could sound like that it was kind of like newscasters don't sound like a newscaster when they're at lunch Mm -hmm. i get thrown off all the fucking time i literally had a what's his face uh he travels through time with an assistant uh doctor who yeah <laughs> is it oh my god i really thought i was thinking mr peabody <laughs> uh, sherman uh, and mr peabody specifically david Tennant. i remember a time in which i was just like oh he's got a really good scottish accent and, then, and you're just like he's scottish yeah so he like does, I, yeah. i've always like yeah there's just uh, you're, every now and then you're, you're just thrown off you just don't know you just don't know unless you know i mean my first the first time I saw Idris Elba was in The Wire, where he has a Baltimore accent. And it's very strange to me to hear him with his actual voice. A I British hope, man. I hope there's whole planets like that, just out there with just like one. Like, just imagine like a Boston accent planet completely. Just like that's every We talked about this? <laughs> we did? Yeah, because um, there was a joke <laughs> online. I, it, it's almost like you're stealing the joke. Uh, there was a joke online about in The Mandalorian... Um, oh, Space Boston. <laughs> Bill, Bill Burr shows up yeah. and someone made a joke. The idea that Bill Burr is in Star Wars implies that there is a Space Boston. It better be a whole planet, though. It, would it be a planet? Yes. It's just, doesn't have to I be mean, a whole the way planet. that Star Wars does their planets, they all have the same weather on the whole planet. They all have the same government. They all have the same architecture style. Uh, they all have the same culture. There's a couple that have like little faction things, but they're pretty mono. Nate, have you seen the video that's come back out again where Jon Stewart asks George Lucas what planet Obi-Wan is from? No, I don't think I've seen this. Uh, he asks... <laughs> Jon Stewart, gotta reiterate that, asks George Lucas where Obi-Wan Kenobi is from. <laughs> and then George Lucas goes, Huh... Hmm. And then John Stewart's like, well, don't just make it up. Like, <laughs> I want you to have a real answer. And then he goes, well, Obi-Wan is from Stu John. And then John Stewart's like, I don't like this. <laughs> so, like, 
<laughs> and now I think it's canon that the uh, let me look on Wikipedia. Do, 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 do. Kai, talk more. Why did that word just like pop up on the screen? <gasps> there it is, Stu John. Yeah, the canon place <laughs> that Obi Wan Kenobi is from is called Stu John because George Lucas made a joke in a interview. Yeah, that sounds like some shit I would do. You pull it out your ass. Well, Star Wars is just pulled out of. That's what George everything Lucas's is. It's, ass. it's all yeah. It's I mean, uh, same thing with oh god, am I gonna say it? It I mean all of it like the fucking uh, Lord of the Rings like that's a lot of ass pulling, but like for a long time. <laughs> he did pull out of his ass for literally ten years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one log, one long magic rag. I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't mean to fucking come at him, but like after watching all those movies, I'm just upset that he did that. So we then did that because that was was something else. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, thank you. What was the most uh, fucked up death for you in this one, though? Most? I I fucked up? I hope we all have the same answer for this. I mean, it's it's probably the elevator beheading. Yeah, that was the one that was was circling, at least for runner up. uh, It's because it's so slow and she's like feeling it. Oh, I don't know. Her her last words were, I don't want to die. Yeah, and then she's slowly bleeding out her mouth while she's still definitely conscious. Yeah. I had to skip that because I I remember watching it as a kid and being so disturbed by it that I was like, I can't watch this again. And I I skipped it. I skipped the whole scene. It's it's heart-wrenching. She's literally evading because she's dealing with the emotional distress of having to grieve her child, like, in this distressing situation and that's how you go fuck that like honestly she got fucked over her son got a good deal because it was just like and you're dead because did he look up i don't think he looked up did he he looked up oh fuck of course he did never mind i take it back that sucks this is very funny because i remember watching this on tv and being like wow the special effects really good (laughs) um and then watching it and then i remember watching the fifth one in college and being like oh wow the special effects have gotten worse over time that's wild and just watching this last night i was like nah they always were bad uh and i <laughs> realized like the right amount ahead. of bad <laughs> they're like the right amount of bad i appreciate that it's not like hyper realistic oh yeah yeah but here's what i also discovered the tv version obviously cuts out a lot of the gore oh yeah and there's some things that I remember being better in the TV version. Like when the guy gets impaled through the eye. In the TV version, they cut right before it goes into his eye. So you don't actually see it. It's just implied. And I remember being like, oh, that was good. And then watching it this time around, I was like, that looks stupid. That looked really bad. It looks like jam. I don't know what it was, but it looked like raspberry jam. And it's like, <laughs> they did a really bad job. It was really bad. But the the boy getting crushed it's same thing they stop the movie before he actually gets crushed it like goes right over him and then they stop it and i was like wow good edit and then in this i was like wow he crumbled like a piece of paper he looks so dumb (laughs) a little little bag of skin bag of blood yeah i mean it's really bad it is really gross. Like, I think that's a really nasty way to go. I don't want to have my insides smushed and splattered in glass. I feel bad for the pickup crew. Like, whoever has to clean that up, that's a, that's gross. 
That's just nasty. Although I would say elevator situation is also probably uncomfortable. I don't think any of those are a fun cleanup. I don't think cleaning up dead bodies is a fun cleanup. You don't think so? No. Has um have either of you found, uh, watched the movie? Oh, not movie. The TV series Primal. No. Mm-mm. Never even heard of it. Uh, I really like it. It's one of the ones that has like no dialogue for like the whole first season. Okay. Wow. And they they get really like creative with time and stuff, but it's a dinosaur and a like caveman kind of dude who yeah, become he- friends and travel the universe. Uh, or like the planet. I don't know. It's interesting. But they is, it, uh, is this animated? Yeah, the photos of it are amazing right now, Nate. I'm looking at it as a, as a person riding a dinosaur with a spear. Yeah, Much like that, that church that I heard about when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, this is a biblical retelling of history. Um, Honestly, I'm in on this one. You get this one going, with, and I get a dinosaur, I get to get a spear. I'm, wow. It's, it's fun. And it's all like physical communication. So they actually, it's it's pretty violent, but for cartoon stuff. But one of my favorite things is as the series goes on, it kind of, the scale of violence gets a little bigger. Uh, and they, they clearly treat absolutely everything that gets killed as a skin bag of blood. Uh, it's just everything pops and it's dead, pops and it's dead. There's no bones, there's no meat. It's all just bags of blood. <laughs> yeah. there There is definitely a time... I this is what this this movie definitely has that uh, except for the guy that gets killed by the uh the wires. Oh my god, yeah. He yeah. definitely has intestines. Yeah, we know about the intestines, but he's just a bag of blood plus intestines. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no bones in that. He's just uh Yeah, the bones didn't get severed. It's for like kielbasa right. in that. Like what the fuck did they use? CGI <laughs> guy. <laughs> that they, makes way more sense. Yeah. That was another one. TV version. Really great. He It hits him and he's like, yeah, because it hits him. And then you're like, oh, and then it like and then it cuts to them looking in horror as like a hand goes down or something like that. I think your version's not wrong. I think it's a very like in the same way that uh, Psycho, like you don't need to see it. Like the suspense is enough. I feel like you're right. It, like sir, it, it's it's nuts because I also did a lot of daytime TV movies. Yeah. And even though it didn't have the like risque, unnecessary jokes that were written at like 2 a.m. by some weird dad. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, it made it better. Like, I, I think I think you might have watched this the right way. <laughs> Honestly, a movie that's designed to show you creative deaths was better when they didn't show you the creative death. <laughs> I, I honestly think I probably wouldn't have liked it as much if I watched the better, the objectively better version. Because the thing I love about it is the stupidity. Like, there's the juxtaposition of them taking themselves so seriously and then them being so bad at the execution of the deaths that I find absolutely endearingly hilarious. I that's that's something why I like the first two a lot, even though they're really, to be honest, the only two I've seen. I watched one scene of the fifth one. That's oh, okay. It. But um, the thing about the first two though is uh, they take it very very seriously. It's a very serious teen drama that they are one hundred percent taking at face value, and it's absolutely absurd. Yeah, they have the rest of their <laughs> lives. They're eighteen <laughs> years old. Okay, they have a lot going on. Roger Ebert, a man who despises slasher, despised slasher movies. He could not stand them. Every single one, he would give like a zero out of five, four stars. And he'd be like, this is the worst trash in the world. He loved this movie because <laughs> of how. The second one? Or the first one? The, the first one. Uh, okay. He loved the first one because he was like, 
It was really creative. They re- and they really went for it. They they didn't pretend like they weren't like winking at the audience. They really really went for it, and it pays off. I don't. Yeah. Do you uh do you particularly like like the first one more than the second one? Like is uh, like as a film. Me or Nate? N- Nathaniel. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I I don't think I asked. Would you like to be referred to as Nate on the episode? I'm. Those are both my real names. This is okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> great. I won't edit that out. That's a very. <laughs> yeah. Great. You were saying. Yeah, that's fine. Um. I I, I actually. I think so. I like I, I, part of this is that I haven't seen the first one in like ten years, but uh, right. I think wow. the thing I really liked about the second one is that. So the first one, you figure out real quick what the plot is. And it's like, oh, no, we're going to watch them all die. And then the second one, the like life gives rebirth or whatever, the new life. Yeah. Death, whatever. It, nonsense. it reversed it. And you're like, OK, it was so like we already got the first one, but then they they had like an aim to to cheat it and they kept missing but like trying to hit it. I liked that personally because it was kind of like you're rooting for them, but you also know it's not going to work and that's fine. I'd have to rewatch the first one to really like objectively answer your question. But I remember like slowly getting drunker and drunker watching them all originally. And I was like, these are all so fucking great. Oh no. I, f- I feel like they would eventually blur. And especially towards the end, uh, I, re- I remember third one and the bits of the fourth one that I think I've seen on the internet are really campy and like just, unnecessarily stupidly gory like uh i remember in the third one there's one i'll just spoilers one where someone just dies from getting a bunch of like from a nail gun situation and it's just like ugh, they really get they get gross with it i remember yeah i remember the tanning salon one i was gonna say that one yeah that one hits oh that one's that a lot of people don't like that one which is totally fair Mm-mm. I was watching Seinfeld the other night and Kramer was inside of one and I was like, don't like it. I, I, <laughs> the association is just like, that's where you die. Yeah, it, it, these movies do kind of stick with, they're very memorable. Oh yeah. They're, they're traumatizing us all. Yeah. <laughs> the one that I remember people being like, oh my God, I can't handle that anymore is actually the logging scene yeah. at the very beginning. Uh, oh, I have so many people who like see a logging track, which is not that often, but when it does happen or there's like big poles or pipes or construction materials that is round things on attached to a truck, they're like, oh, fuck no, I'm getting off the highway. <laughs> you know, it's very interesting. I think because of the specificity of it. This movie stuck with a lot of people from our generation in you're right in that a lot of people are like when they see the logging truck, they're like, oh, final destination too. Oh, we got to get out of here. Like the, we all have this collective thing where we all watched the second final destination movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not even the first one, the <laughs> yeah. second one. And we what, all remember the log scene. This movie? Yeah. 2002. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I'm getting this. Yeah, that way. No, up. do that 2003 because I just looked at it uh, when I booted it up. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, but it, I mean, it also like we we all watched it on TV in like probably like 2009. Yeah, I think that's true. And yeah. but like this movie came out before you would just send people clips of things on YouTube. So like we watched the movie on a DVD at someone's house. Yeah, or daytime TV or, or something. Daytime TV. Like, this wasn't this wasn't just a trend on TikTok. Uh, which I do love, but this was this spread fast for no good reason. It, it was a sleepover movie. It really is. You'd go to your friend's house and they'd be like, hey, my parents are asleep. Let's watch Final Destination 2. 
Right. And you, you, you talk through the scenes where they're like hanging out on couches and being like, what are we going to do? I don't know. Explain the plot again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's very, <laughs> it's a very like, a, yeah, it, it, you, it, there's a couple points that it hits and you're just like, all right, they're going to ding, 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 take out everybody. And in between, it's more or less just fucking, I don't know. It would be funny. What would it be funny if they said here, you know? Yeah. It's a little, little chippy. Uh, at points i can't though the acting was i thought bad yes <laughs> I just thought it was just bad everywhere <laughs> but like in the perfect way like i like you don't walk into these movies being like i'm gonna see some quality artisan work here uh even ali larder is like not giving her a game <laughs> she a famous actress was just phoning it in she was just there's so many times where she's like I, I don't believe her. <laughs> I don't believe her at all. <laughs> she, I think one of the things is like in the first one, they had some famous people in it. Three famous people to be exact. <laughs> no, four. Tony yeah. Todd. I was going to say, what are you classifying that as? Because Tony Todd is the, uh, he is the, uh, the coroner. Yeah. Nate. The guy who rips the nipple out of that guy. Yes. Yeah. It's he. He just he knows everyone's name. He understands how this is works. Who is he? Do we ever find out who he is? Like, how does he? Ha- like, is he like a, an insider on this situation? He is, and this is not controversial. Wait, wait, wait. This is gonna be a cliffhanger because I really have to pee. Uh, you're gonna tell me in a second, but I'm so sorry. This is a, okay. A suspense moment, everyone. Everyone, go pee. Unless you're driving, <laughs> don't <laughs> don't do that right now. Kai doesn't know that you can pause podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Kai also doesn't know that you can't bring the podcast with you to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not possible. It's actually rude to the hosts because the hosts can figure it out. How yeah. many people have listened to your podcast while peeing? Yeah, they go. I'll wait. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> Did you ever have a teacher like that in high school? Who? <sighs> Like when you asked to go to the bathroom or something? No, 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 no. Uh, which, by the way, huge dickheads. The ones that would be like, mm, you can go when it's time for bathroom break. That is how someone I know shit his pants. Uh, and it was mortifying for that person. Um, Ugh. But no, I mean, like I had a teacher who we would talk during class and then she would go, I'll wait. And then we would all have to like, shut up but i will say i don't know how that worked because we were a bunch of teenagers and her saying i'll wait would have just been like open invitation to be like oh okay cool we'll we'll just waste more class time but for some reason it worked for her we all liked her though she was a great teacher that helps i did i i my favorite way to fuck with teachers even though so like i'm much more bold now than i was in high school but i would still like like to fuck with people the right way my favorite way to do it was to find something they fucking love that they cannot shut up about and then just start it so i found out the english teacher that i didn't really like very much loved the patriots and yeah. so my my mom would watch a game and i was like i don't really care and i was like who are they playing and then, and then i would remember for the next morning and i was like oh hey did you see the game with whatever last night and then she would waste like 30 minutes of class and be like oh <laughs> we had a um we had a, I think it was a chem teacher. I didn't have them. So uh, like everyone else in the t- uh, school did. Um, 
we had a chem teacher, I think, who would, he was a hunter. He was like a, a, I think he did big game hunting once in a while, but like he, he, he was a big time hunter and you could just be like, yo, Bob, you ever like shoot a, you ever shoot an antelope? And he'd be like, okay, so let me tell you a story. <laughs> and he would go on a 45 minute rant. Well, 42 minutes because that was how long our classes were. And he would tell the story of how he shot an antelope or how he almost shot an antelope. I love that. See, that's the perfect way to just punk a teacher because they did it to themselves. They had the full choice to stop at any moment. And they didn't. Yeah. Really loving my teacher who's like leaning into like pulling back old slang and like also busting out the new stuff and just being like, you know, but I don't fuck with that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just like, get it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, What? Oh, geez. They also said whoopsie daisy in the same like like five minutes. So like (laughs) uh, I'm I'm here for it. (laughs) Oopsie poopsie. (laughs) No, no oopsie poopsies. I just watched Gangs of New York, and there's a part where uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, an insanely intense man, goes, whoopsie daisy. And I was like, oh, that's scary. (laughs) Uh, Jim, you were going to you're going to inform me uh, before I went to the restroom. What was I going to inform you on? Because I completely forgot. Me, too. Um, oh, I it said was a cliffhanger, Kai. You don't cl- remember? I, yeah, you you I, left us on a cliffhanger too. I did. You made I me said- stop. <laughs> ADHD is the best. Oh ADHD. no! ADHD. The audience is going to be edging so bad right now. <laughs> Ew! Oh, I'm Nate, so sorry. do you remember? Normally, I'm good at this, uh, but right now, I I lost. Uh, yeah, I, I okay. also do not remember the cliffhanger. Um, no. you were gonna, okay so here's the thing you were going to explain something that you were like actually i know um oh oh i remember now great wow and we're back okay it's not controversial to say <laughs> tony todd's character who is uh most famous for being Candyman. Mm-hmm. um he, he the type of character he's he plays in this movie is a thing called a magical negro and it's a uh, racist. It's a racial stereotype that shows up in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was coined by Spike Lee, where they show up, they explain the magic of the of it, and they do it in a very like mystical way, and. It comes from, oh, I I think it comes from, like, slave narratives. So using a magical Negro is a racial thing uh, that is not... Yeah, they, they're used to aid white leads. That's one of the problems with them. Yeah. He's supposed to know. It's, yeah, it's... It's not a great What's the, what thing. What are the deets? It's it's a way to keep like uh, it, it's way too long of an article that I was reading. Um, it's <laughs> a way to keep it mystical, but they also it's kind of like um, Chinese mysticism, where like oh you want to keep something mysterious, have a Chinese person uh, explain Grim, it. Yeah, gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins is the is the perfect example of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where does this gremlin come from? It comes from China, you know, where all that crazy stuff happens. It's it. It is a, it's a racial, it's a racist way to, uh, to make uh, mysticism happen. I'm looking at a list of these. Uh, 
looking up the term. There's just like a Wikipedia list of all the movies that have one and like name the characters. A yeah, famous example is also uh, the Green Mile, which is a different version yeah. of a. Uh, I, f- I feel weird saying it. I'm, I'll say the other version, Magical Black Person. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> okay. You want me to cut? You want to copy and paste that into the? Uh, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> it's the it it is the like scholarly term, and it's. They use that ter- they use th- that term specifically to make it uh, to make you feel bad for having a character like that in the movie. Yeah, yes, you should. Uh, it's a really dead end character with very uh, like just that's not a fun purpose. Uh, in, in <laughs> Apparently, movie. Uh, Key and Peele have a uh, a sketch <laughs> on it from 2012 that that is is called the sketch is called Magical Negro. Yeah. Oh, the Internet. That's right. No, that's how the internet works. Yeah, I've seen that, and my brain is completely not remembering anything from it, because that's how shows work for my brain. I've watched... I learned something. I always thought that dogs laid eggs, and I learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can I get sued for stealing lines from Family Guy on our podcast? No, but that's very funny that you stole it from Family Guy, and it's even funnier that I laughed. I don't like Family Guy. I don't. I don't watch Family Guy. Uh, it's just I turned on my television. Family and that was Guy the... has some funny jokes in it. Oh, I'm. It it does. That's it how has ninety percent. Throwing a bunch of shit out there works is that some of it sticks. <laughs> it has ninety percent horrible, really hateful, yeah, awful jokes, yeah. and uh-huh. once in a while, an absolute banger. Yeah. Just a, out of the banger. ballpark. Yeah, no, absolutely home run, home run jokes left and right. But also, ugh. Uh, but yeah, that was the last line of one of the episodes was just like Brian saying that to Peter. And that was like, all right, that's that show. <laughs> and it always Neat. it was it's always stuck in my head as the I learned something today. Nate, did you watch Family Guy? I, I've seen enough of it. I didn't like watch it all the way through, but it's one of those things where like a random episode's on and you're like, cool. Nobody has. There's like 800 episodes. Uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen like I think two of the four chicken fights or whatever. And that's that's pretty good. Did you watch it when it was popular, though, like when we were like middle school? Uh, well, I wasn't allowed to because of Jesus, but I this did. Was, this was why I asked to be honest. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a thing to ask about my childhood every time. Did Jesus let me do that or not? Um, but hold on, that's the I, quote for the episode. But also, Nate, as soon as you started holding it that way, there's this buzz that's coming through. Uh, speaking of buzz, uh, you should get the buzz about this really awesome podcast. And we'll be right back. Hey, you want to get doomed? I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole. And we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called Doom Generation. Listen in as two foul mouth biddies have an always casual, often comedic. What? I think we're funny. And sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Take a trip with us down nostalgia lane and we'll try not to veer off the road. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Doom Generation Pod and on Twitter at Doom Gen Pod. Later, Doomers. Is it fixed now? Yes. And that was a really fucked up, messed up stuff you said, uh, Jim. Actually, it's too close to what we were talking about a minute ago for a joke. <laughs> Wait, I make that joke? Yeah, don't make that joke, please. <laughs> for commercials. Nate, tell me more about uh, uh, not being allowed to watch Family Guy. Uh, TV was was tough to tough to do. And then we got rid of cable to save money for a while, so there wasn't even an option to watch a bunch of stuff. But at friends' houses, that was the best to watch stuff I wasn't allowed to watch. Yeah. Uh, so I think I watched a few there, but like, I remember some of my favorite shows, like Futurama is still one of my favorite shows. It's just, 
I, I just love it. It just hits the right spots for me. I saw it in a like car mechanics waiting room with my brother, and we only saw the last 10 minutes of one episode, and we were hooked from that moment on, even though we had no way to watch it. Okay, okay. I... I, one of my things that I always felt weird, funny about when I was a kid, I saw the very first episode of Futurama the day it came out. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I remember being at a party and it played and I was like, oh, this is a cool show and I like this, but I'm way too young to be watching this. <laughs> oh, wow. What a little, oh my God, little baby Jim. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like six when it came out. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, the jokes would go over my head at that time, and they still do, for the most part, in that show. Uh, uh, I ask you this because Family Guy, while it was popular, was one of those shows I also was not allowed to watch. Um, yeah. But it was the first show, it was one of the first shows that my parents were like, you know what, go ahead. You're 12 now. You can watch whatever you want. Mm. And that was one of those moments where I, I finally got to be a part of the conversation because before that everyone talked about family guy and I wasn't allowed to watch it. So I couldn't talk about family guy. Did you have that feeling of being left out because of that? Oh, all the time. But that's also like by design uh, when it comes to religion, right? Like, I, I like I think it just kind of you know not like any individual person was just like oh we got to make this kid feel left out so he fucking believes but uh, it does <laughs> self reinforce when you're just like the world doesn't know it's influenced by evil but we are the few people who do and then you have nothing in common with these people it's like oh my god I am different because mm. I believe and it's like no you just literally don't watch TV and these kids do uh, the difference yes. is much smaller than good versus evil. Uh, but it is it is a pretty stark difference. Um, and no matter kind of like what age you are, if you if you do truly believe that kind of stuff, like you will separate. Um, so I, I definitely was the I was the weird religious kid for a lot of my schooling. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which I know uh, me having an acid yellow mohawk right now, like doesn't make it. No, <laughs> it makes sense. It, 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 it checks out. No, because I, I picture because I, I um, well, I guess I became atheist sooner than you did. I was in like fifth Wait. or sixth grade. Are you telling me that everyone if you were to go to church that you went to right now actively, not everyone looks like you right now? Because that's confusing to me. That's what I was imagining this whole time. <laughs> no, you know what? You're right. I forgot. They all they all copied my hairstyle as of like a month ago. It's funny because they always do have a they have a stock punk person. Uh, hanging around to like bring in uh it's usually for it it's usually a former drug addict well the we'll, like someone with a mohawk and they'll be like what's up i used to be i used to do drugs and now i have christ uh there's yeah. always one guy that's like or hand tattoos that's my favorite yeah it's just I've there's always met, one person at like real life churches these are people i've really met uh yeah <laughs> no i this people i've met too is like yeah it's it's someone who like like they're usually like the person that like runs the NA meeting and it's they specifically choose this person so that like it seems more welcoming to drug addicts kind of thing because they're like oh you don't have the you don't have the look of what I imagine a Christian to be but they're very Christian yeah I mean, these are the same places that like uh one of the members comes up to you and be like oh if you're gonna bring friends here make sure they wear nicer clothes next time Whoa, not not true, a nice. True, why you gotta, you gotta go at my clothes? That's just rude. <laughs> That's funny. 
I mean, I, I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Self. Salvation's not really worth it. They 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 should wear a suit next time. <laughs> oh my god. I do remember trying to dress my best for going to church though when I did it for high school. Like it is a weird like, what will I wear? <laughs> uh, moment for sure. Oh, I didn't have that problem. No. No, I just went to like it was just whatever my parents put me in. Oh, mm. I used my Domino's money and I bought myself something nice. <laughs> I would say I stopped going to church pretty early, like later than I wanted, but earlier than I probably my parents wanted is the way I'll put it. Do they listen? Do they know that you've stopped going? They know know because like once in a while they'll be like, hey, we're going to uh, we're going to Easter mass and I'll go, all right, have fun. And they'll go, you should come too. And I go, I don't have to. And then they'll go, <laughs> you know, it'll upset your grandmother if you don't go. And I'll go, she'll get over it. <laughs> I've always, okay, I'm sorry to hard brag here, but I've, I've always appreciated that my parents, you know, there's always pros and cons. The grass is always greener. That my parents have always just been kind of like, yeah, watch whatever you want. You know, there's no God. <laughs> Maybe there is. I don't know. Maybe there's aliens. Have a good time. <laughs> like, my parents were uh, very chill uh on the religion thing they were both like uh my mom was a catholic and kind of by the time it got to her like she was like i'm good and same thing with my dad being a protestant everyone kind of just like phased out it's hard to do though i tried to phase out and got people coming to my house and like my mom threatened to call the police on them if they kept harassing me quote unquote um yeah shit gets real do you have to sign things? How do you leave? Do you get to do? Do people do exit interviews for when you leave a religion? <laughs> Stop showing up. <laughs> yeah. The, so uh, the way a lot of churches do numbers uh, is that there's membership, right? So if you get baptized, you're born into the church. They like write you down as a member of the church, but they don't actually do these like exit things. Right. So a lot of times the numbers are slightly inflated because people who haven't been in a long time, this might be their home church, but they go to another church. So you don't want to like pull them off the records as not being part of this religion anymore while you're doing your numbers. How do you know that they're le- that they've left left? So like sometimes you do call up and you're like, hey, just pull me off your books because I'm, I'm actually like not that. But they're not publicly findable. Usually you can't just like look someone up, see if they're part of that church. You can sometimes call a pastor and they'll look it up for you see if they used to go to that church. But it's not it's not super well kept. I would love it if I'm still an active member at that church slash not because they're probably benefiting from that. Uh, don't like that. Mm-mm. My church shut down, so <laughs> it got it, it got absorbed into another church, and then that ch- church got shut down. No, no, I'm sorry. Churches got absorbed into that church. They changed the name, and then it got shut down. And now it's a different church. What made it got shut down? The uh, the diocese <laughs> shut it down. They stopped funding it. They stopped sending priests there. Uh, they stopped holding mass. But why? Because they were uh, they didn't have the funds. They weren't getting money from like whatever is above the diocese. The bishop was a big. It was a big deal that the bishop uh, uh, was shutting down all these churches with his, his diocese. My parents did not like that bishop uh, at all because they shut down their church. <laughs> Mm. But they also shut down my uh, my school, my uh, grade school that my siblings were actively going to. And so Ooh. they had to find a new school for them. And they That's had to go through like, yeah. yeah, they had to go through like five schools because they went to a, I remember the next one that they went to had like a, the principal was like, 
an authoritarian nun. <laughs> it was bru- like I I from my understanding, my brother still has some like trauma related to the nun being so awful to the children. Yeah, no, not fun. Yeah. I don't like the, the, the being yelled at in class thing. Not a big fan of that. Uh, definitely was got plenty of that. That's for sure. Um, yeah. I got to love the art teachers, though, who are like, you know, just be on the walls, whatever you want. <laughs> it's all <laughs> art. <laughs> uh, that, that's not exactly how my classes were. I want to be honest. I have set up from New Hampshire and I'm definitely painting a semi-appropriate view <laughs> with that suggestion that we just pee on all the art walls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nate, no, I'm sorry. It is about that time to do some final notes. Nate, do you have any <laughs> final notes about the mo- about Final Destination 2? That's what I wanted to do. It. <laughs> so unlike the other times I've been on the podcast, I usually take copious notes. And I'm like, these are all the talking points I could have. I took some immediately at the beginning and I was like, you know what? No, fuck this. Um, So my final notes about the movie is I just want to tell you what I was doing while I was watching this movie. Yeah, tell us. I decided to do some amateur metalworking on my stove. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Kai, you've lived with me for many years. You know how, like, sometimes I have a thing that I want to fix and it has to be fixed right now for absolutely no good reason? Well, now it's relative because now it could be right now and now it could be, oh, my God, how many days has it been? But yes, I'm familiar yeah. with seeing you address now in a different way. <laughs> These are this is actually uh, both of those are true because uh, my my house was built by idiots and uh, <laughs> the doors aren't hung in straight lines, so one of them just slams shut whenever you open it. Yeah. Um, slowly, a dramatic, slowly creaky slam shut. Um, so I have a little magnet door. Um, holder on the on the like doorstop it just holds it open but that magnet we've used it so much that like it it got bent and it's a really big piece of metal like a thick piece of metal so i tried like like hammering it all and it didn't work um and so my brother had the idea he was like ah oh, dude just like heat it up on your stove get that shit real hot and then bang the shit out of it and i was like oh you know what i'm gonna do that while i watch final destination because i had too much coffee this morning so yeah i was holding like hot metal over my stove i had a bucket of water i could dump it in i was slamming it it was great do you have a gas stove? Yeah. Hilarious. I love that you're you didn't have any uh, objection to the image of this happening or whatever. Like you also know Nate well enough to be like, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> Next question, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I only ever had electric stoves, and for, in my mind, I was like, how is he doing with the? How is he doing that with the heating element? That's so wild. <laughs> I'm also realizing the like irony of me like doing very dangerous things while oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> while watching Final Destination, <laughs> especially if it was just like during the time we're like that fire is really close to that stove and like it does explode. There's a complete unnecessary explosion. I don't like stoves. Uh, I don't think it's Final Destination's fault, but very much so. Not a big fan of the concept of them blowing up. Yeah, you were like, ugh, I got to do this metal work. Well, I better put. I, I'm done this metal work. I better put it in my sharp things closet. <laughs> One I mean, of my favorite parts much. of this movie. Yes, yeah, sharp things the, closet. The woman had a sharp things closet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I didn't even have a hammer, so I was like, oh, good thing I bought a really new, like, heavy wrench. So I just slamming on it with a wrench. I don't have any of the right tools, and I was like, fuck it. I, and I fixed it. It works. It's holding the door open right now. Of course it Oh, is. yeah. It's like how you don't, when, if you don't have a tenderizer, uh, chefs are always like, just use your, just use your pan. Just hit it with a pan. Who gives a fuck? It's, it does oh, yeah. the same thing. Yeah. It works. 
Uh, if anybody's not currently doing this, I don't know why I think this is like a big deal to tell people. Uh, it feels really good to use a spoon uh, backwards when you stir stuff. I think I might have even said this on this podcast. You have? Just try it. Yeah. Nate, try it. Kai, uh, or Kai means upside down. Yeah, you hold. Oh, backwards. good. For a minute, I was like, it's still a spoon, Kai. <laughs> no, hold on. No, actually, I like the idea of it backwards because really you're just like, all right, so it's not concave and it doesn't help you. Yeah, oh, yeah so it's right. easier to go through. <laughs> no, you no, still okay. beat yourself with it that way. You just, whatever slides off, slides off. You deal with it. <laughs> well, this makes sense. You want to handle the spoon, especially if it's the right size. It'll fit your thumb nicely. That, I believe it. That makes sense. Yeah. Try it backwards, everyone. Try this. And it's doing the same thing. Like, it's not like, yeah. we're not no, talking it, about like, we're not talking about like stirring spaghetti. Yep. Or you do need a, a big surface area. For whatever reason, it's become a new favorite way to uh, stir iced coffee. Before that, it was your uh, your chopsticks when we lived together. And, like those are like my two go to methods for like this will be stirred. Uh, I just use chopsticks for everything. It makes so much more sense than the ninety thousand tools we normally cook with. Both, I mean, for, uh, yeah, both feel great. Both feel really good. <laughs> There's a reason why coffee stirs are just basically a stick. Yep. That you get like when you go to like a Starbucks, Kai. Yeah, we're so I forget that we're animals sometimes. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick makes swirl. <laughs> Good, yeah. A stick is a tool. Work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kai, do you have any uh, final notes? Oh yeah, no, I have final notes for. Fi- we haven't made. Do you have final one notes final notes? Uh, do I ever? Um, is that actually a thing? No, go ahead. Okay, thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I wrote that. Uh, who's dumb enough to eat a kebab like that? That doesn't make fucking sense. Um, I oh also yeah, was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, I've done more dangerous things. He's like, no, you're doing, you're actively doing a dangerous thing right now. Don't do that. My brain immediately just, I don't know what it was, but I kind of wanted him to do it like a magician and <laughs> be like, oh, by the way, party trick. <laughs> Where the, Sorry, all, all the food's gone. Ugh. <laughs> How did you do that? Yeah, no. Uh, I was particularly on. Uh, thought the bloody arm on uh, on the plate was like a, a perfect way to like just sign off for the film uh it's also i was like why the fuck do i know that barbecued kid and it's uh, jacob uh <laughs> <laughs> i wrote i wrote farmer jacob todd in my notes <laughs> is that who they reminded you of uh it's it reminded me of <laughs> it reminds me of um oh he's from shameless i forget what it is anyways the is it lip no it's uh the boy who's gay <laughs> the boy who's gay ian ian's I, I partner ian's partner is originally like a bully and i'm totally blanking on what his name is but either way he that that kid's from shameless that's it that was that okay. point. There, there really wasn't much other than that the deaths were fine i i think i remember being pissed that clear i think i'm still getting used to the fact that it's clear and not claire wasn't the lead for this film it didn't make sense to me that's just like a point that kind of bothered me i i don't i would imagine because they just knew that she wasn't going to do a third so you can't have her be the lead or whatever. Like, you can't have her be the final girl, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Those are my feelings. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, spines and shit come out of roller coasters. Oh, I'm uh, so excited to watch the next one. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I've seen... I saw the I saw the part with the... Uh, the uh, 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 tanning bed, but that was about it. Because that, that was on YouTube. That scene oh, yeah. was on YouTube, and that's how I watched it. I mean, was, also, that came out during the beginning of YouTube when YouTube was used to be like, check out this clip from a movie. And it'll be like, right. it would say like Divex uh, rip on the bottom of the thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I used YouTube, right? I think I just used YouTube to watch things that I'll never watch. Like watch yeah. things about things that I'll never watch. 
because <laughs> you're just yeah, like that's not it. what it was back then because yeah. it was you only had a maximum of 10 minutes at the time well i tend to use youtube late i just got on tiktok and i got us a twitter two years ago so what do you, that's just who i am when, yeah. when was it entirely recorded flash animations because that's when i was on youtube i think right away cool oh. I, I did that <laughs> quote for the episode that's a good one <laughs> i like that a lot <laughs> uh jim do you have any final notes yes the cop <laughs> was pro-choice yeah fuck that cop no no <laughs> I, other other way oh other way around no uh, i came ready to hate the cop already because i think it was a dick who no, uses his power but yeah uh what were we gonna say about the cop i was we came in hot and ready it was it was a very odd thing that <laughs> I, I don't think they i don't oh, think I that they were i just found out what you meant yeah sorry <laughs> you processed it you got there Wait a minute. He, uh, no but jim painfully explained it to me go ahead they explained to him <laughs> they're like okay when the baby um when the baby is born that will give new life because otherwise, the baby was supposed to die in the car crash. And the cop goes, well, and to me, that, that mm. was him saying, well, he wouldn't have been alive in the first place. So, no. <laughs> but they it. like, take it. They, they steamroll through it. I'm sure that's not what they were saying because it was 2003 and they were not taking that stance back then. But uh, <laughs> the when he goes, well, I was like. Oh my God, that cop's pro-choice. <laughs> uh, can I? Uh, want to sidebar to with an in- intrusive thought that's way too dark, but you both can know. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, so with how dark these fucking films are, I think it's on par. But if we're getting spines being tossed out of somebody, what if in the original death, the way she died was that her baby did live because they got ejected out of their body in the situation and lived? Hilarious. It's not I express. love the idea of the baby <laughs> not only being ejected out and surviving that, but also surviving like someone finding the baby and being like, I'll raise this. <laughs> Why do you assume that that baby wouldn't it wouldn't go through proper channels to be raised? It would just be like, I, this, like who like a wolf person <laughs> raising? You know child? what? <laughs> The whole movie's pro-choice because the because the baby because the idea of the baby being born is when it becomes alive and that's when it becomes the new life. Although I guess if you do take the premise where uh, the baby being born doesn't in fact uh, equal new life, that means that it is not pro-choice. It is pro-life because it's saying that the baby was alive at conception. I mean, you could pull it back to say that the characters who, when they did think it was about the baby being born, they had that life begins at birth situation because that's what they were looking for. Yeah. And I, I think this is one of those things that there is no intentionality. There is no abortion, uh, uh, thing. So the answer is whatever you want it to be, it's pro-life or pro-choice. If you want to insert your, uh, uh, you want to insert what you think it is on top of that. I'm going to say based on the amount of deaths that I've seen so far, this movie seemed very pro-death. Yeah. Um, I would say this is a pro-death movie, yeah. Pro-death. This is what my high school history teacher would call pro-death. Yes. I think, I think that's that's my hot take. 
Good. Nate, do you have anything to promote? <laughs> I was going to say, feel free to promote uh, anything, including – I've always said you can't promote cults, but if there's a cult you really think deserves to, to break that rule. <laughs> Damn it. I would have, I would have like, joined one real quick if I had to promote it. Yeah. I could, like, skip a rank real quick right now. <laughs> no, hear me out, guys, all right? You give me, like, a really cool hat and, like, a good setup. I'm going to be on a podcast on Thursday. <laughs> I want the, the – the, you'd get, like, the top haircut. If if you really told them about the Rotten Treasure podcast, I think you could probably get it like a flex going. Sorry. Um, <laughs> if if anyone's in the Philadelphia area, there's this really cool improv team called Daddy Issues. Mm-hmm. No, really. I, I, uh, I don't have like anything public going on right now. I've been um, programming like a cave monkey for the whole like the last month. Nothing public going on. So I'll, I'll skip the, the shout outs. Um, it's just me. How dare you just hoard up like a cage, like in a, like a, a cage monkey? Is that what you called yourself? A, ca- a cave. cave. A cave monkey. Yeah. That's I real. think I mixed monkey up two idioms. I like that. It. I like cave monkey. I think cave monkey is actually really fantastic. I don't want to harp on that. No, I won't. I'll, I'll, I'll cut it, Jim. I'm so sorry I said that. Thank uh, you. No, absolutely. No, I I feel you. Uh, Hyperfixating on projects is my shit. Um, so happy coding, and I hope it's going well. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> no, real. Uh, folks, we will be back uh, next week. We're going to do Final Destination three because that's the number that comes after two. Uh, we're going to be having past guest uh, Noah Levine. Uh, oh, on, right. So- it's just Noah this time. Yep. That's well, Ollie will write that in the title. Just Noah. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, you can listen to past episodes with Noah uh, in the meantime on Daredevil, uh, Electra. Uh, oh, geez. We talked about. Oh, my God. Just uh, one movies. of the land before times. One of the land before times. And one of the most recent episodes of land before time five. Go check it out. Uh, thank you, Nate. Thank you, Jim. Uh, you're both my friends. Please don't leave. Uh, thank at you, the Kai. End thank I, you, Nate. What, oh, Thanks oh for thank you, me. Jim. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you, Nate. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, guy. Jim, thank can you. you hit the the stop? Thank yeah. you. Thanks. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Okay, uh, yeah. So I gotta keep this relatively quiet. Uh, I'm inside of a Barnes and Nobles. Uh, I'm not promoting them. Uh, you don't need to buy stuff here, uh, but I do recommend using them for their bathroom, uh, their heat as well as also uh, internet for free. Uh, That's it. You listened to a podcast, everybody. You did it. You got to the end of it. Uh, It's very easy at this point to go back to where you started listening to this and just give like a five-star rating or like a like uh, or like a follow somewhere on the internet. Just takes a sec. I would appreciate it. Uh, Okay, I think I'm being way louder because people are looking at me. Uh, So I'm going to go. Yeah, no, people are definitely looking at me. I gotta go. Bye, guys. Uh, Please, please do the things. It's really nice. Okay, bye.